0: I'm Danica Juarez, and I'm Jan James, and this is How's How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica, and I'm Jan, and I'm Valerie, and today
1: we watched a Betty Boop cartoon that is called Popeye the Sailor. In order to increase the chance of Popeye's success, this short was billed as a Betty Boop cartoon, even though she's only featured briefly. The short's also been released as Betty Boop meets Popeye the Sailor.
0: Ah. So it is
1: technically a Betty Boop cartoon, even though it is also the first Popeye the Sailor cartoon. And I believe rights-wise, it is held by the people who own Popeye, not the people who own Betty Boop.
2: Got it. Got
1: it. So, um... I guess a brief spoiler free or a brief plot synopsis. There's not really spoilers uh, for a Popeye cartoon, at least not this one um, is Popeye sings a song about himself. And then he and olive oil go to a carnival and play some games. One of which is super racist. Ah. Bluto is, is there the whole time and really obviously wants olive oil. And he like has kind of a competitive thing with Popeye. Um, and then Bluto just straights up, decides to steal olive oil. So the last, like, third of the cartoon is is him running off with her, tying her to train tracks for some reason, just to be really evil, I guess. And Popeye has to go rescue her. And that's the cartoon.
2: Yeah, also Betty Boop is there.
1: Also Betty Boop is there at the carnival. Yeah. She uh, is brown now, uh, which they is sanitized. actually not the first time that uh, the Flashers have done that with her. But I haven't shown you other ones where that's happened. Uh, and she's, like, doing hula dancing, basically. So... Which Popeye joins in on for a little bit. And it's kind of weird seeing Popeye's hips move like that. (laughs) What do we think of this short? (laughs) Yeah, Mom, would you like to elaborate on the face you're making?
0: I have no words. (laughs) I don't have any words. So,
1: Mom, are you you thinking that, like, going forward, you're going to, like, become just a real big fan of Popeye cartoons?
0: No. No. (laughs) No.
1: Mom didn't like it.
2: I mean, (laughs) I thought it was fine aside from the... uh, really terrible carnival game that you
1: yes aside from the really racist carnival game that we will talk about yeah um i think i think it's a cute cartoon um i am sure that there are a lot better popeye cartoons and i feel like not everything about this first go at the concept works uh honestly i feel like popeye himself is one of the weakest elements of it um but I, I, I also see elements of it that are elements that I understand. I haven't really watched a lot of them are are kind of key to the appeal of the Popeye shorts that I'm looking forward to seeing expanded on. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a, a fun um, short overall. It has one really awful scene that wouldn't you know, it, whenever it's broadcast on TV, they just clip right on out of there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I overall I like it and enjoyed it. Let's get specific. Let's talk some about the story and characters. There's not much story to be had here, uh, so we could probably focus in more on the characters. Um, what do we think of our, our three main Popeye characters? Popeye the Sailor, Bluto, and Olive Oil.
2: The intro scene with Olive Oil was was pretty funny, though.
1: yes. She's, she's like, standing off to the side as the boat comes in with the sailors.
2: Yeah, and so she's waiting for Popeye, but as she's waiting, different sailors approach her uh, and try to come on to her, and she just hits them. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> because, uh, I mean... She's
1: not interested.
2: Yes, and I guess there might be an argument to make about <laughs> the, the violence,
0: but... But I thought it was really funny. Yeah,
1: and I think... um,
0: Fending off unwanted attention takes on a whole new meaning with with olive oil. Right.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the violence is certainly just gonna be a core aspect of these cartoons. (laughs) Yes, It's kind of their appeal. Um, And that's probably why mom's never gonna like them very much. (laughs) Um, What do you think of Popeye?
0: I don't know if it was just me, but it was weird because... They, he had just almost an expressionless face yeah. the whole time. It was Agreed. Just very blasé. And this is dipping blank. some
1: into animation, but I super agree. Yeah, I think is one of the weakest things here. And I think it, a lot of it has to do with how he's animated and how his face is just unmoving almost the whole time. Um, which is like not a thing that continues. <laughs> Maybe it might for a couple of cartoons. I don't know. But I, that's he certainly doesn't have a static face forever. And it makes him feel kind of like weird and emotionless.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that is why he was so distasteful for me in this. Sorry, back to vibes because <clears throat> I'm just thinking of our Russian uh, one. Who was the, uh, the guy we disliked so much that saying that was kind I of, I forget the his name, but the, but the yeah, blonde guy. Yeah, yeah. The blonde guy that we couldn't stand because he was just so vain. That expressionless especially since he was going up there and dancing with Betty Boop and all of that just made him seem a hundred percent arrogant. Just like I'm just above everyone.
1: I don't personally read that into it, but it's also like because he's giving you nothing, you have to read something into it for there to be like you, it does. It's not giving you anything about how he feels. So I don't think you feeling that way is unreasonable. And it's just like, I don't, I don't imagine that that's their intent, but I don't know because they just, they give you nothing face wise. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think just because he was doing things in front of everyone or kind of like. Sure. So it just, it was just a superior, almost callous, I don't know, vibe. I was. Yeah.
1: Getting. It's not like he look, he seems like a uh, nervous getting on stage or anything. He just kind of gets up there and like dances and like seems to feel no way about yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think of Bluto, Popeye's uh, preeminent arch enemy?
0: He's a, a bad guy. He's a yeah. big,
1: mean guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Poor bird. That that was the oh. saddest thing when he blew all the feathers off of that beautiful peacock.
1: I, I guess the thing I'll say about Bluto is it feels good watching him get beat up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, good. Beat this bad man up.
0: Because, I mean, in one sense, he didn't discriminate as far as who he was awful to because he was just awful to everyone. Sure. Weirdly, I think the, I would say irony, for lack of a better word, that I found with this character is for someone who was such a bully and just basically almost like bulldozing his his way through life, why was he such a (laughs) (laughs) tag-along?
1: I think... One of the I, I, I'm glad you said that, because one of the aspects of him that does appeal to me as an antagonist that I feel is evident in this short is a kind of patheticness mm-hmm. at not being able to to match this guy that he's clearly jealous of, mm-hmm. both in terms of strength and also in terms of the girl that that Popeye's got. You know, he clearly envies those things And that's really pathetic of him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't read as like, just like, you know, sometimes Pete's a guy who just comes in and he's like, I've decided to steal a girl because I'm a bad I'm bad guy, Pete, you know. But here it's like, no, he comes down and he flirts with this girl and she rejects him and then goes with Popeye. And then he's like what's this Popeye guy got that I don't got? So he follows him, tries to prove that he's stronger, fails utterly at that, and then is just like, okay, well, I guess I'll just kidnap her. (laughs) And it's like that's a really pathetic man there you know
0: yeah because pete has his own agenda whereas this guy seemed to not have his own agenda yeah other than yeah again i, I think he it's just, just again like it's pathetic yeah because yeah. he's just now tagging along following them along trying to you know yeah it's kind of like three's a crowd dude <laughs> get the memo <laughs>
1: I mean, he tries to make it two and he fails yeah also, he tethered to train tracks for some inexplicable reason. <laughs> well, that does not seem to align with his goals very well.
0: That but. is, in fact, when I used to, when I was in a play years ago, like when I was in in. Junior high, high school, yeah. um, called the saga of sagebrush sal. The old, you know Oh yeah, I mean I know yeah. it's a yeah.
1: i know it's a huge yeah. trope. As, it's just is,
0: is this the evil, you know the evil person with the big twirling. mustache twirling always ties the damsel to the train tracks. So, Not yeah.
1: usually using the train tracks themselves. Yes, yeah, she, like, <laughs> she, she ropes. usually ropes. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it seems inexplicable because it's like aren't you stealing her cause she. Want
0: her? Yeah. Weird. Well, because he even said, he actually, he said the words, I heard him say, I want you to marry me or you're going to marry me or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. you're going to murder her? So I, honestly, the way that out
1: out I rationalize you? it is that he's very stupid and has not thought this through and about the fact that a train will come and kill her yeah. if, he, if he leaves <laughs> he just, her here.
2: He's like... Popeye's going to come after me. I've
1: got to tie her up so she can't leave. Yes. Here's these train tracks that I can do that with. The
2: safest place I can think of. Because he is really
1: strong. He's just not nearly as strong as Popeye because Popeye is is Goku, you know?
2: Yeah, that's the one thing that I was going to say is it is uh, interesting that usually the dynamic is with uh, Pete and Mickey as the underdog. Yes. But... Popeye's not an underdog. Like he's
1: uh, not in this, at least. Yeah. I, I'm curious to see how he's depicted later, because I feel like later they lean into like him really needing to pull out that spinach at the, like the clutch moment or else he would have lost kind of thing. Whereas in this one, it feels like he's just laying there and he's yeah, like,
2: he's like,
0: he's like, this is,
1: this is boring. I'm going to eat yeah. spinach <laughs> to end this. Yeah. Oh, yes. and I feel like they like ramp up to the spinach eating moment. A lot harder in later ones, and I'm yes. wondering if that they also therefore lean more into him being a scrappy underdog until he gets his superpower spinach. You know, I I don't know.
0: I almost though, wish they could have retained some of what this was because it was that to me was <laughs> the funniest thing. It's just like again, um, I want to say Blue, Pete doe yeah. was literally jumping up yeah. and down on top of him, and he's and just he's like, just they're there like there. so bored, <laughs> like okay, whatever, yeah. Okay, are you done? You know, just like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wish they could have, would keep some of that because it's so funny.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I'm going to be watching a lot of Popeye cartoons as time goes on. So what did we think of the voice acting for these characters as it was?
2: Uh, olive Oils was a, not what yeah. I... It that doesn't feel remember, like Olive Oils. Yeah, I don't remember it like that.
1: She's currently voiced by Bonnie Poe, who also voiced Betty Boop in this cartoon.
2: Oh, well, the difference in them, I think, sounded fine.
1: Yeah, because I think a lot of the Betty Boop ones we've seen before, it's been like Margie Hines voicing Betty Boop. So I, I think Bonnie does a good job sounding like what Betty Boop needs to sound like, but it seems like they don't know what olive oil is supposed to sound like yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Popeye sounded like Popeye to me. Same. Yeah. So it sounded like they got him. And
1: Pluto seems like whatever Bluto, like he's just supposed to be a big mean man, so. Yeah,
2: he sounded a bit more mumbly to me.
1: I think the mumbles is a big thing for Popeye. I think that they mumble a oh, lot. Sure. I feel like olive oil speaks more clearly a lot of the time, but Popeye and Bluto mumble a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm in agreement with you all. And I, but I, I did. I was not a fan of olive oil's voice. It just didn't didn't fit for me.
1: Yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel like it had any clear direction. I guess. Like Betty clearly has a very well established voice at this point, and Popeye. Like that's that's a clear direction for something. Pluto's just doing the classic, really deep-voiced evil dude. But like olive oil just kind of sounds like sure. not anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which is that's not that's not mm-hmm. what olive
0: oil should sound like. Um, what did you all think about the animation? It bothered me, um, in some respects because it went back to me to that kind of jumpy, um non-fluid just all over the place kind of uh and repetition so uh, it, some of the repetition like I said it was kind of funny like at the carnival scene but it was still repetitious it was just you know the same groups and movements again and again but I especially didn't like uh I think it was maybe the very opening scene but how Popeye and um, the others were just kind of like shifting around weirdly I don't know just almost kind of like jumping almost like <laughs> You know, um, uh, jittering, uh, jittering, yeah, that, that kind of, yeah, shaky. I don't, I didn't, not a fan. I didn't, I didn't like it.
2: One thing, uh, is how, how Popeye moved, like the choices for him were interesting. And I, I'm just wondering what they're trying to say and make of, him
1: feel like a robot at one point. Yeah. It's so yeah. Weird. How
2: he, I think, was running after, uh, Bluto whenever he took. Mm. Uh, olive oil. I yeah. think his run was weird. Like, it, really weird. both arms moved in sync rather than alternating movement.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was odd. Yeah, yeah. Like, it feels like they're going for something, but you're like, why are you going for that, though?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think overall, the animation on Popeye in particular is really kind of stiff and weird. Ex- in which is like especially brought to the fore by the fact that his face is so impassive constantly. Um yeah, he feels weird. Bluto and and Olive Oil seem fine. She's a noodly armed girl. I enjoy watching her punch and kick people. Mm-hmm. Um but Popeye just kind of he he feels off in a lot of ways right now. Um I thought the the scene of him and Betty Boop dancing The rotoscope was obvious and weird. It's weird to see Popeye's hips move like that. It really is. Yeah. Uh, And just especially the fact that his head and his face just don't move also during that is weird. Like, I can kind of accept it better with Betty, but with Popeye, it's like, what is, what's happening here? (laughs) Uh, Very odd choice. But... There's there's definitely gags in here that I enjoy. Like aforementioned, olive oil punching the guys away when they try to hit on her. Um, I like... Uh, Popeye just bringing the mountain closer to him uh, yes, at one point yes, when yes. he like there's like a big gap then instead of jumping over it or anything he throws a rope lassos a stump and then just pulls the the other side of land closer to him um and then I like some of the the fluidity and and stuff of the fighting with him and Bluto at the end uh, which I think Animation wise, the strongest moments for me was just the end stuff when Mm -hmm. he punches the tree that Bluto has and it falls in the shape of a coffin. Bluto falls in and then all the nails fall in. That's brutal. That's great. And then when he punches that train, that looks good. (laughs) He punches the train and just kind of like folds in on itself and then like collapses out. And like, it's a real visceral, like good feeling. He, he killed a lot of people, probably. I don't know. but like, <laughs> It, it fell. His punch of that train was like a good climactic moment to end on in terms of just like that was a good bit of animation. Um, and then he sings at the camera a little bit or something. his His theme song. I like some of the fluidity I see in the fighting. And I think that them having really fluid over the top fight stuff is kind of from my understanding, the direction that this series is headed. And I'm really looking forward to them going all out because there was some fun stuff here, but it feels very in its infancy,
0: you know? Yeah, a lot of funny gags. Even at, from the beginning, there was there was a continuing theme where... You know, things that Popeye would walk past, he would punch them, you know, hit them, and then they would break into, uh, perfectly shaped, um, whatever miniatures or derivations. So like at one point he punched a pole and I think it went into like old timey clothespins. Yeah. yeah. And then even, for example, the, the end scene that, um, Danica referring to where Pluto, sorry. Bluto. Bluto. Bluto uh, ends up in the coffin that was a tree. And when he punched the tree again, it turned into planks of wood, which made a coffin and all of that. I don't know where the nails came from though. But anyway, oh, who maybe, knows? maybe but they it were was, wooden nails. But their, their inclusion but, yeah. was
1: very good. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. uh But yeah. And then the other, of course, Gag is when they were at, at the carnival and Popeye when he came up to hit the strong man thing where you hit the hammer and it, and it, okay. and it, makes a a thing go up and ding the ding the bell his went all the way up to the moon well first off
1: bluto uses the the hammer to do it but then he hands the hammer to popeye and popeye just like grounds it into fine dust as a way of being like no i'm not using this and then he just punches yes the thing
0: punches it with his own hand and then it goes and it and it apparently reaches to the moon because it gives the moon the a black eye was, Oh, was it just the sun? Oh yeah. Uh, it's daytime. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking it was the moon. Uh, but yes, Even it, it gave the, yeah, <laughs> further away, right. <laughs> gave the sun a black eye. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just a lot of good gags. though. I, yeah. I did enjoy the gags.
2: Yeah. So from, from the intro, it was, uh, the, the mast or whatever into clothespins. There was a big clock that he punched into smaller clocks. There was a, a wall-mounted fish that he turned into canned... The sardines. Sardines.
1: Yeah.
2: There was at least one more. I forget what it was. But I love how they became perfect miniatures. Yeah. It was an anchor into fishing hooks. That's, oh, right. Well, that's right. That's yes. right. Yes, And yeah, no, you mentioned you make a business. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, like, yeah, that'd be a great business. You could give him like a, a messed up boat and he could just punch it into... Uh, smaller whatevers and sell the uh, salvaged bits for money. He yeah. could be really uh, it could be a really lucrative business. Yes.
1: <laughs> no longer Popeye the sailor, but Popeye the businessman. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anything else with the animation?
0: Other than the designs, very interesting. Um, I, I've never been a huge it is funny though. I've never been a huge fan as far as Aesthetic, you know, how Popeye looks. But it is a very interesting design and very distinctive design. The same with olive oil and, again, her, you know, um, what do you call it? Noodly um, arms and legs. And then, again, um, blue toes, So very very distinct characters.
1: And and it's worth noting um since I haven't so far that yeah, Popeye is based on a newspaper comic. Mm. So this is like at the very beginning of the cartoon they show like newspapers coming uh, sp- being spit out and then they have a big picture of Popeye and it's like oh, uh, he makes his uh, movie debut or whatever because you know these were considered little movies basically um, that would play before the actual movies but, uh, but yeah this is his first time in animation so all these designs are adapted from designs that were drawn on a page mm. and it's interesting like that they're not they don't seem willing to mess with his face yet <laughs> even though they really should <laughs> and I'm wondering if he does if he did at that point have more of a static face in the comics a lot of the time and that was part of why. I I don't know. I'm not sure. Let's talk some about the uh, sound design and music and stuff. This short introduces the song, I'm Popeye the Sailor Man, written by Sammy Lerner, loosely based on the first two lines of the Pirate King song in Gilbert and Sullivan's operetta, The Pirates of Penzance. Oh, okay. uh, It would eventually become Popeye's theme song. Okay. Uh, Barnacle Bill, a song that pr- appeared in a previous Betty Boop cartoon that I did not show y'all, but that I personally have watched, is used as their recurring theme for Bluto, so whenever hmm. it kind of of has that low um like tu- i think it's like a tuba or something playing when it would show bluto that's a particular song that they're playing every mm. time to represent him
2: that's cool yeah
1: you guys have anything else about sound or um music
2: pop by the sailor classic song it
1: is a classic song yeah
2: like it works yeah. yeah it's it's i guess kind of stands the test of time in that way
0: yeah Even with that, with the toot toot, whatever, you know, of it.
2: (laughs) Toot (laughs) toot. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? Not. So there's some, there's some at the carnival in particular. So I guess let's get out of the way The the, the complaint that can probably be levied at like a vast number of Popeye cartoons that will come out. Uh, A lot of times they're very much based around a damsel being being stolen by a man and then a man has to save her. That's just kind of like what a lot of these are going to probably be. <laughs> um, I'm sure, I know that they do a lot of other things too, but like that's going to be kind of a staple of this. Um, and that's, if you're not into that, that's understandable. Uh, but that is the Popeye cartoon territory. I think Olive Oil is a very fun one of these damsels because she's like, such a feisty little weird thing yeah yeah. i love her um but yeah that's an aspect of this
2: yeah i think it's interesting you know like what are you saying when it's like okay yeah she'll take care of herself until she can't i guess
1: yeah it's like she can take care of these small guys but this big tough guy you gotta get another big tough (laughs) guy yeah yeah yeah
2: and and yeah like
0: with taking care of is you know with violence right so yeah i don't know yeah. yeah. Well, and again, you know, the the way that she is just objectified just by everyone. I mean, all the males, uh, well, other than Popeye, just seems to have just, <laughs> it's like, you're my girlfriend. Come on with me. <laughs> I feel like face. we'll
1: see eventually but, yeah. see a slightly more caring Popeye in that yeah, regard. Yeah, but
0: yeah like, uh, no, he definitely
2: but, yeah. seems like... He- if he could uh, show expression, he would like her. Like he would, he's yeah. he's a girlfriend
1: guy. He's like, well, yeah, I love my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah.
2: He, he feels like that. I could be wrong. I love, I love
1: my sweetie. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I. One of the things that amuses me about olive oil is that for decades she's gonna look basically like this, and yet she is the object of lust for so many know, men in this universe. I know. And I love I love that for her. She's a weird noodly stick, uh that does not have like a, a traditionally beautiful face or anything in or terms of how cartoon characters anything. are drawn. Uh but like all these men want her. And honestly get it, girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's not even wearing, which I love too, is again her clothes are not revealing. Oh news no, she's got a long anyway, skirt and stuff and, yeah. and stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, and they all want her so drilling down a little bit, uh, because we're just going to kind of keep going until we get to the worst of it. Um, Betty Boop is brown in this one first because she's like, uh, maybe Hawaiian dancer. It's, I, I don't even remember if any of the signs say specifically. Where she's supposed to be from or anything. Oh, that's a good question. But she's doing a kind of hula dance sort of thing. Um, she her body's like rotoscoped a lot of the time. She's on screen to to do that her dance or whatever. Uh, so she's basically just there to be sexy and, and does and does pretty much nothing else. Yeah. Um, and. You know, that's weird and that's uncomfortable that it's like, yeah, she is exoticized. It's like, let's make her brown to make her exotic and even sexier or something. I don't know. For her to be at a carnival. Um,
2: right. And she's placed by other posters talking about like, you know.
1: Like a bearded lady, yeah, for Yeah, Asima,
2: uh, the fat lady or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's just she's a sideshow here.
1: Yes, Uh, And on that note, there's a bearded lady in here. They don't really do anything super obnoxious with that, though. Popeye just, like, grabs her beard and uses it as, like, a hula skirt for some reason. And that's the extent of that. (laughs) Um, So then... Stroll drill a little further in here. They're at a carnival and they play some carnival games. And one of the carnival games they play is a carnival game I didn't know existed until I watched this cartoon and had to look up what that's about. Uh, it's a game called African Dodger and it involves a uh, black person, uh probably mostly men, uh putting their head in a hole so that white people can try to throw a baseball at their face. Um and Popeye and, and that
0: hurt too. Uh-huh. Oh, and Popeye oh, and,
1: and Popeye and Bluto play that game. Um and, um, and
2: Popeye's great at Popeye's it.
1: Popeye's real good at it. It seems like the guy is even moving his face to hit the balls, frankly. It's weird, and it's gross, oh. and it's nasty, and it's wonderful to know that that's an actual game that white people played at carnivals back in the day. Um, what did
2: you Google, and and how is your...
1: Oh, I was on the Wikipedia page for uh, okay. this cartoon, and it mentioned the name of that game, and I clicked that. The game also has some other names. Ah, uh, uh, you don't need to say it. <laughs> I won't, but it has some other names that are worse than the name I already said. Um... It's awful, and that's in here, and it's also like not a scene that contributes much of anything to the plot, so it's excised from any TV viewings of this cartoon, and yeah, that's the better way to watch it, because it doesn't enhance anything, it just makes it worse.
0: I feel like sometimes it sounds like we're laughing, but I think it's just because we're so incredulous. Yeah, it's horrific. It's just, it's it's like, just horrific. The? So, you know, it's like we're either going to cry or we're going to laugh. We're laughing laugh, as coping
1: mechanisms. Yes, yes,
0: yes. Because, again, you, know, I I, and a baseball. I uh-huh. mean, I mean, beanbags, that would be uh, uh, insulting. I think baseball. But baseball, that's horrible i like, could be
1: i, I didn't i didn't read the, that wikipedia page very that. long but like they're throwing balls at men's faces
2: yeah, i hope yeah, they're yeah, not anything. baseballs though or whatever
0: because yeah. that's just terrible they it's bad. still terrible
1: yeah the legacy of racism in our country is endlessly horrific um let's move on <laughs> let's go on to our favorites and least favorites uh our least favorite scene is the one that we just carnival, talked about Yeah, yeah.
0: carnival scene
1: uh, yeah <laughs> What was your favorite scene in here?
0: I think for me, it's definitely going to be, and now I'm trying to decide which one, but some of the, the gags with Popeye, uh, I I think just at the beginning. Yeah. But I think almost one of my favorite is him because it was just so unexpected. Um, Him, uh, moving the mountain closer to him Oh he yeah, just lassoed. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, lassoed. Because even that whole thing, you know, with the, the bridge going away and then him lassoing and yeah, thinking he's going to swing over or something, but no, just pulls it closer. <laughs> I'm torn between the, like the,
2: the beginning part with uh, the gags of him, you know, punching things mm-hmm. into smaller things. Or maybe when he was fighting Bluto and fighting is... It, where he was uh just laying down bored <laughs> while Bluto was fighting, I guess. Um, I'm trying to think which one made me laugh more. I guess I'll go with the one with the the one at the end with uh their, them fighting but, but Popeye being ultimately kind of bored with it before he, you know, takes his spinach and yeah. punches him away.
1: I'm going to say right after that, um, I like how Bluto's defeated and how Popeye punches a train. Mm. Just that that little chunk there. Um, Bluto falling into a coffin and getting nailed in is great. And then Popeye punching and just obliterating that train is also fantastic to watch. Those are
0: my favorites. And by the way, I don't know if we said, you know, I found it funny, as strong as he is, is olive oil is tied up with train tracks and he doesn't seem to try to unravel the train tracks instead he tries to kind of like pull, her, pull out. her out yeah, yeah. pull her out the, and, and sees the, and, and that then it's like oh it's not too late yeah. so
1: now i just got to punch the train yeah yeah <laughs> no one ever said popeye was like a smart guy no <laughs> no <laughs> who is your least favorite character in here for me it's popeye and it's just because even with Popeye his good
2: punches. even with
1: his good punches, I just feel like there's something kind of weird and uncanny about him. He's not hitting the kind of lovable Popeye that I'm vaguely aware of uh from from having seen bits and of cartoons and and stuff. Oh, he like, even
0: starts he ends uh, sorry, I'm thinking of in further when he ends with stop doing that sound. <laughs> I hate that. Never try to do that again.
2: That was very in your throat. It was in so your in your throat. throat. Yeah.
1: Ooh, hated that.
2: <laughs> I hope that was like captured well I enough. I had it pictured in my mind, but it didn't come I out the way. Didn't
1: quite try translate. It try
0: it again.
2: No, no,
1: do not try it again.
0: It's almost like a chuckle. Yeah, I would like, just describe cr- it cr- cr- like, yeah, 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 like, like, cr- 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 I don't know. <laughs>
1: So anyway, Popeye...
2: Danica, you try it. No,
1: I'm good. Are you going to try it if I do? Is
2: not like
1: a Uh, That's in a little more evil wit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was
2: going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways,
1: Popeye was my least favorite in here. He's just kind of rough and he feels weird and not like the Popeye that, like, I want to be seeing yet. Uh, He needs some work.
0: I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree with the Popeye because, again, him just... Being so emotionless just really bothered me. It was, yeah.
2: I'm going to say Bluto because I like Popeye. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I like the hero and I hate the bad guy. Yeah,
2: that's me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who is your favorite character?
0: No, I like Olive Oil. Olive, the oil, olive, olive oil, oil. Olive
1: Oil. Olive Oil. Really
0: Even oil. though I didn't like her voice, I, I liked her She really
1: elections. doesn't get to do that much, unfortunately, but her introduction is so good. <laughs> it's so I'm just good. Like, I'm just like kicking and punching these men away. Just like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah.
2: She's like uh, uh, asking for a guy. Or she's like, hey, Popeye or whatever. And they're yeah. like, who you waiting for? And she's like, get out of my face. <laughs>
1: It's so good. <laughs> looking looking forward to more of that from you, Olive Oil. Please keep it up. <laughs> Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it.
2: This one's a little tough to recommend in terms of the, I don't know, the... the Horrible racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got yeah. that
1: scene that's just real bad that kind of, like, is hard to get past.
2: Yeah, but I mean... Yeah, I mean, it is the short's fault, but also reflective of just the time. Yep. Yeah. But it's also the first Popeye short as well. So there's like a historical importance as well that kind of plays into it. So I guess. But
1: from another point, you could view it as this isn't the first Popeye the series cartoon, though.
2: I suppose, but this is his first, like, It is the
1: first animated Popeye cartoon, yes? <laughs>
2: yeah, so I guess there's, a kind of a recommendation for, like, students and, like, uh, those wanting to, like, look into older animation rather than a recommendation for kids and family and yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: like, people wanting to see where pop culture icons begin, you know, like... There was the first Betty Boop short that we saw, and that's what a wild start for her as a bit character who looks more like a dog and a not great cartoon. Yeah. And this is Popeye, who is also a huge historical, uh, a huge pop culture figure. Um, And this is where he starts in animation, which is arguably, animation is arguably the thing he's most known for at this point, yeah. despite starting in comics. Um, Yeah.
2: But also, it seems like where you would see this, you've said, and makes sense, they would cut out the scene anyway. And so maybe, you know, it goes, recommendation goes up if the scene is cut from it.
1: Sure, but you could, you can apply that caveat to a lot of old cartoons. Yeah. Uh, I think here we're trying to rate based on the totality of what we have seen.
2: Yeah, so. Um, And
1: we can mention that we would rate higher
2: without a thing, but. So. Light recommendation. And uh as for rating, I think I'll I'll give it a two. Like it was enjoyable. Uh, but there's that, you know, big racist scene and and a lot of the weaknesses that you guys talked about in terms of uh Popeye's animation, uh Olive oil's voice acting, which wasn't bad, it just wasn't it didn't feel like her. Like it feels like
0: that's gonna get worked on. Yeah, I'll go with a two. I think. I think I'm going to be within the ballpark. Um, the uh, same as you, Valerie. Um, I'm going to have just a slight recommendation only to those for historical value. Otherwise, I I think there is too much that is offensive and um, and doesn't hold up for me to just give it you know any kind of even a a, a light recommendation. So I just for historical uh, context recommend that and then i think i'm going to rate it a 1.75 uh there was again it's not my it definitely the animation got more fluid and more enjoyable as it went on and then a lot of the gags i feel like were fluid and enjoyable but there was just too much of the weird choppy stuff at the beginning and then again i could not stand what they did with popeye's character and just keeping his face static so yeah 1.75 I think I will also go
1: 1.75. I only recommend this if you're trying to look into the history of Popeye, but I think he'll have much better early cartoons than this one. Um, it, it, I, honestly, what takes it out of the range of the two for me is is just how lifeless Popeye himself is and how weird he feels. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just kind of makes it weird to watch. Um, so... Yeah, I don't. I don't recommend it outside of uh, watching it for historical reasons. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Next time we will probably be watching a silly symphony, and also one of Walt Disney, the man's greatest personal failures that he <laughs> oh. feels that he uh, was forever upset about.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, well. wait a. Uh, uh... Build wow. that one up.
1: So join us I'm nervous. Nervous. next time.
2: I'm nervous. Uh, Alright.
1: Bye. Bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at Patreon.com user question mark equals 279 both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http://creativecommons.org/licenses/by/3.0. Thanks for listening.
2: I was just gonna ask, uh, like, oh, did you put in like, hey Google?
1: No, what the f- no, I was, I was <laughs> on the, I was on the page for this Popeye cartoon, and there was a link on the page. Popeye
2: Carnival Game. <laughs> what? What? Huh? <laughs> Why?
1: Oh, no. Um. Awful. Well,
2: Yeah. That. What, what did you say? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Je ne sais quoi, je ne
1: sais je ne sais quoi, je je